Welcome to the Brutal, Bizarre, and Boozy podcast. I'm Declan, the son. And I'm Jane, the mom. Enjoy a drink with us while we tell you some wild stories of the brutal and bizarre variety. Please keep in mind some of our stories might be upsetting to young or sensitive ears. This is the podcast where we talk about brutal crimes, bizarre occurrences, and get you drunk with cocktails themed around one of our stories. To lighten things up, we like to end our time with a chaser. Alrighty, Mom, what are you going to be telling us about today? I am going to be talking about the Devil's Road and the Cult House. And this is a bizarre story that I'm telling today. What are you going to be telling us about? It's a very interesting name, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so today I'm going to be talking about the Tequila Drinkers Gang. I've never heard of a gang name. You, you love tequila, but please don't join the gang. I won't join the gang. I don't like okay. tequila that much. That much? Okay. So accompanying us, our drink this week, I chose to do tequila shots. Great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so everybody... Who's drinking along with us? Go get your tequila, lime, and salt of choice. I'm using salt. habanero tahine for my salt. Okay, so tell me how the order is of the salt, shot, lime, all of that. I don't know how any of that goes. When I do shots, it's just a shot in a glass and it's done. <laughs> and I have a very strict two-shot maximum because I want to remember the day and not blackout, which has happened. So, so I'm pretty sure this is the right way to do it. This is how I do it. At least I, you lick the salt, take the shot, eat the lime. Okay. All right. Order. Okay. And you just I'm gonna do pour it. some salt in the little like divot next to your index and thumb. Okay. And then you lick it. Get your lime. Mm. Oh my god, you're trying to kill me. Oh, you gotta be quicker with the lime. That's gotta be in there. <laughs> so, you put the salt right here while you're holding uh, the lime. And then you just go oh. boom, boom, boom. Oh. Yeah, see, I'm not skilled. But I don't you also know how don't to do like that. tequila too, so that's no, it. you're already I don't. at a disadvantage. But. And I'm at a disadvantage where shots are concerned because bad things happen to me when I do shots and I <laughs> avoid them at all costs. So typically, oh, if I I'm have to say, have a drink I, after work. I'll do a tequila shot and call it a day. I have to show my Ooh. my shot glass, oh. just little skull shot glass that I got from some friends. On a cruise. Using the so. shot glass you got me from Mexico. Nice. I was going to yeah. use that too. And then I was like, no, I'm using the, I'm using I've, the skull. I saw a really cool looking shot glass at the liquor store the other day and it was like three bucks. So I bought it. It's a uh -huh. bitch ass shot glass. It's like not even enough to get my mouth wet. Fully filled up. Really? Yeah. What is I it like it a I was half like, ounce? It must be. I, so oh. I Filled it up to the top and poured it into this shot glass, and it went to right here. <laughs> okay. That's how small it is. This but is a big that, shot glass, though. That is a big...
big ass shot glass. This is probably that thing is huge. Two two and a half ounces, but probably the the skull. I don't know. It's probably a full three. That one it's, looks huge. Yeah, it's did. I I didn't put. I didn't fill it all the way up. Okay, good. That would have been a big <laughs> shot. Right. All right. Let me take this other shot, and I'll tell you about tequila. I don't have the history on it because okay. it has a fucking absurd history. Like, it's so, it goes so far back. But Oh, I bet. I'll, I'll tell you just about the different types of tequila. Oh, okay. It wasn't good enough to do one. You had to do two shots. Yeah, we're talking about the tequila okay. gang here. We gotta okay. get <laughs> gotta get tequila up. Gotcha. So, in order for a spirit to be called a tequila, it must be made in the tequila part of the state of Jalisco. Tequila is made out of agave, and tequila can come in three different varieties: blanco or silver. Reposado or gold and anejo. Blanco tequila is bottled after the distillation process and is not aged. Reposado tequila is aged in oak barrels for up to a year and it, this causes it to gain its complex color and develop more complex flavor. Anejo tequila is darker than reposado and it is aged anywhere from one to three years. And also tequila is considered the healthiest alcohol due to its low amounts of sugar and calories still okay. not healthy but <laughs> it's healthier, healthier than whiskey. it's the healthiest <laughs> the healthiest poison out there yeah i get yeah. it that's fine like cyanide you you eat yeah. too many apple seeds you get cyanide poisoning but <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> Alrighty, let me tell you about the Tequila Drinkers Gang. And I'd like to preface this by saying I am not going to pronounce a lot of this stuff correctly. So, please bear with me. I'm trying my best. <laughs> but I failed Spanish in high school, so... <laughs> Neither one of us speaks <laughs> Spanish, so we're really in trouble. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best. Okay. On the 5th of October, 2022, a mayor as well as 17 others in Tierra Caliente region of Mexico were shot and killed by a game called Los Tequileros or the Tequila Drinkers. This was like just this year? Holy shit. Yeah, this happened oh. in October. Yeah. Okay. Yikes. All right. Yeah. But before I get into that, let's talk about their history. So, the Tequila Drinkers consisted of 100 members and was named for their affinity for tequila. Who would have thought? Their, <laughs> their tequila... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's just so funny that they're... It's hilarious. The tequila Drinkers. They liked whiskey, <laughs> but they decided to name themselves the Tequila Drinkers. <laughs> Uh, oh, so okay. their leader goes by the name Rebel Jacobo de Almonte. 
He started the group after being a member of the La Familia Michoacana. Sorry, I don't. I'm. I'm just gonna keep rolling. The group I can't was even known help you. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I don't. The, I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> the group was known for kidnapping and extorting mayors and other political figures from the area. And in 2016, his group kidnapped and murdered two councilmen. Now to present day. It was the middle of the day in San Miguel, Toto Lapan, the mayor, his father, and former mayor, and 16 staff were located inside the municipal building in the town. Suddenly, gunshots went off all around them as the gang took fire at the building, peppering it in bullets. Outside the building, multiple gunmen from the tequila drinkers approached and made their way inside. The men storming the building were ruthless, shooting everyone and everything they could. They went from room to room looking for Mayor Conrado Mendoza Almeida, killing off everyone in their way. Reporters on scene show gunshots, screams, and people running away. As the gang worked their way through the municipality building, Conrado heard these shots and knew exactly what was happening. A few days before the attack, some members of the tequila drinkers had made social media posts claiming that they would come back to the city if they didn't gain control of the poppy fields and trafficking routes through the area. Conrado was against the gang's violence and trafficking, so he was doing everything in his power to deter them. However, gangs don't typically play the, by the rules, so everything Conrado was doing wasn't helping the situation much. Conrado fortified himself in his office as the gunmen were approaching. The tequila drinkers kicked, down, kicked his office door down and filled the room with bullets. Conrado put up his best fight, but he was no match for the gang's gunmen. After the gang had killed everyone in the building, they fled. In response to this horrific attack, both state and federal officers were sent to protect and patrol the area. Conrado was just one of 94 mayors who have been killed due to gang violence in Mexico since 2000. What? Well, hard. Yeah. Did 94. you say 94? 94. In since in Mexico. 2000? Yes. Just since Holy in what 23 why years would, technically, yeah. Why would the fuck would anyone want to be a mayor? No. That's no. I nope. It's gotta be like being a sheriff or something. It's like I need to fix this place. I don't know. It There's no way. Oh, okay. I wow, that's oh Yeah, it's that's a lot. While it's hard to say how this incident will affect the area, one can only hope that the violence similar to this situation comes to a halt. Yeah. Yeah. So Holy shit. Tequila Drinkers Gang. Oh my. Yeah. Ugh. I am. I am dumbfounded at the number of mayors that have been killed. That is shocking. I didn't know anything about that. No. Yeah, it's crazy. I would not. Well, it makes me wonder, like. I don't know how politics work in Mexico, but it makes me wonder if somebody is appointed, like, 
Or do they make the effort to like run a campaign like they do here in the States? Like, I want to be mayor, so I'm going to ask you to vote for me and all of those kind of things. Or is it in Mexico where they just go, you get to be mayor now. I'd be like, fuck that. No, you're not telling me to be mayor. I don't, I'm not going to volunteer for it. You're not going to make me. No. Oh my. Uh, It's probably someone who, I bet it's similar to here where someone's like, oh, I'd like to be mayor and kind of like campaigns and gets to like (sighs) talks to people at least and be like, hey, I'm running for mayor. You should. I wouldn't run for mayor. There's Mm -hmm. no way. Nah, that that sounds way too scary. Agreed. No, thank you. So what? Well, I didn't like that story. I'm going to tell you a different story. Mine is about Devil's Road and the cult house. And it is in Pennsylvania. I just realized that I've had a couple stories out of Pennsylvania recently. So shout out (laughs) to everybody from Pennsylvania. So haunted houses are common, but haunted roads are less common. There is a two-mile stretch of road near the Delaware border in Pennsylvania. It is so narrow that only a single car can pass at a time in some places. It is a windy road that is rumored to be haunted, where ghostly cars chase trespassers, and even the landscape is ominous. Getting chased by a ghost car like Mario Kart? Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Well, that's what some people claim. That, that they like get so that they get chased by a vehicle and then I'll talk more about it, but yeah, that they're chased by a vehicle. Hmm. Skeptics say that there's an explanation for that, but we'll talk about it. It's just a regular vehicle. <laughs> Possibly. Okay, we'll talk about it later. That there's an explanation for it. So okay. the name of the road is Cossert Road or Cossert Road. I've heard it pronounced two different ways. Um to me, it's it's phonetically, it looks like Cossert Road, but I've heard several people call it Cossert Road. So I don't know. People from Pennsylvania, feel free to tell me if it's Cossert or Cossert. But more commonly, it's known as Devil's Road. And if your travels down the road weren't scary enough, there's a large mansion off this road, also known for creepy occurrences. It is known as the Cult House. Currently, this area is privately owned with no trespassing signs posted everywhere. But those looking for haunted, creepy experiences, a sign means nothing. You know, who it's, gives a shit? You're just telling the story that I told like two weeks ago about this, the house that burnt down in Klamath. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah this there house didn't burn down. Don't enter. Of course, there's always, there's always no trespassing sign. (laughs) And what do you have? What happens when you see that? You go, eh, fuck it. Something really cool must be back there that I'm not supposed to see. This, that same week was the story about the kids who disobeyed the no trespassing sign. Well, (laughs) maybe people should actually start listening to the no trespassing (laughs) sign. Uh, 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the house and the area were once owned by the DuPont family. So people probably have heard of the DuPonts. Yeah, yes. fuck them. It's, it's a big family. Back then, and still are, a very wealthy family. They made substantial wealth in the chemical industry and the automotive industry. And the poisoning industry. Yes. We all have Teflon in us because of them. Yes, there's that. (laughs) Uh, The family is still around today and still very wealthy. Back in the 19th century, they were so interested in maintaining a pure bloodline, bloodline and keeping the wealth in the family that they would only marry cousins. What? Yes. These are the people that poisoned us? Yes. Cousin they, fuckers? Yes. They said, oh we, we don't want anybody to have our money, so you got to marry your cousin. Yeah. And those of us who was know anything a, about... What? Was it at least like cousin from the other side of the family or like... It was... Su- supposedly, it was a lot of first cousin marriages. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know anything about genetics, you know that that's not good. Yeah. I mean, siblings would be worse, but, you know, cousins still not good. And it's rumored that these family marriages often produce deformed offspring who would either be locked up in the house or placed in the bottom of trees. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. This is, I'm sorry, but this one's really blowing The DuPont fan, like DuPont company, these people? Yes. Which one was like the guy who owned DuPont? Was he like the father or something? I I don't know. Um, It just was the DuPont family family. that that owned, it was owned by somebody in the DuPont family. family, And and they probably all worked there and shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, okay. it was a big house. The house is actually described uh, as having like weird windows that are inverted crosses. And I looked at pictures. To me, it, it they just look like normal friggin' windows. But there's people that are like, oh my gosh, it looks like an inverted cross and whatever. I don't know. The, yeah, there's a great video about this family where they some guy talks about all the fucked up shit they did to us. <laughs> well... Apparently, they did some fucked up shit to their offspring yeah. because the rumor is that they left them in trees or locked them up in the house so that nobody would see them. That's Makes the sense. rumor. That's they treat the their legend. kids like this. They could right. Treat yeah, us like that. Yucky. Legend says that the home was has more recently been used for terrible purposes, including satanic cult activities and KKK gatherings. You said they don't still live there? No. It's privately owned. owned Yeah, it was formerly owned by the DuPonts. And and I'm not sure who owns it now, but um, now the house appears to be abandoned. However, many visitors to the area claim to see lights coming on within the house and hearing sounds from within. So like a, a glowing light coming from the windows, possibly from candles or something like that. No, thanks. Yeah. 
So what's what's also creepy is the landscape around the house and along the road. The trees grow away from the road and more specifically away from the house as if they were leaning away from something terrible. So like a normal tree grows straight up and down. These grow like that away or oh. even more like considerable angles like yes farther away from the house the trees grow straight and natural again towards the sky so right around the house they're growing weird and then farther away they're back to normal again sorry where did you say this was located at pennsylvania see this ah god why is all the haunted shit in pennsylvania god damn it this is just these two things that I've talked about. I'm sure there's haunted crap elsewhere. So skeptics, skeptics have suggested that the trees were trimmed so as not to interfere with power lines, but the trees seem to bend in a way that defies normal growth. And there doesn't appear to be any cuttings on the trees to explain the unnatural growth. And some of them are nowhere near power lines. So why are these trees growing all weird and shit? They're, they're not cut. There's no cut. You can see when a tree's been cut. They they can't explain it. So I can explain it. They're trying to escape the haunted house. Yes. They're trying to get away from that friggin' house. More creepy tree evidence is seen with another misshapen tree that has had multiple names. It is known as the skull tree or the devil's tree or more grossly, baby's cradle. The so-called skull tree grows with the roots partially exposed, possibly from soil erosion. One legend claims that the base of the tree was used by the Dubont family as a place to dispose of deformed inbred babies, and that over time the tree changed its shape to resemble a skull. Oh yeah. my... What the... It's, <laughs> yeah. It's... So gross. So That's gross. Crazy. Another legend says that there was once a small child sized skull found in an empty space of the trunk of one of the trees. Yeah. So I wonder if you dug up the roots of the tree, if they'd all be growing away too. Yeah. That's that a good question. Interesting. Yeah. The, like the pattern of, Mm, that's a good question. They just go like out in array if they can. Right. But I wonder yeah. if those ones are just growing away too. That'd be super interesting. Right. So like the the underneath they're growing this way and then up top they're growing away as well. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Go dig some stuff. I'm not going to yeah. go over there with a shovel and start digging. No, thanks. Uh-uh. You'd probably find uh -uh. some weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. You would. At one end of the road, there are two arrow-shaped pickets, and some have called this the gates of hell. So, like, along, on either side of the road, there's these arrow-shaped pickets, and they're like, hey, it's the gates of hell. I don't want to go near the... No, thanks. People have seen and taken photographs of very creepy and macabre things in the woods, including dead and mutilated animals... Writings of 666 on rocks and trees, as well as pentagrams carved into trees. To be fair, though, I bet you 80% of that is middle school boys just trying to be 
edgy. Exactly. <laughs> That's something I would do. Yep. It's, it's my next statement is that no one knows <laughs> who made those creepy things, but a lot of suggestions are that they came from visitors who wanted to add to the creep factor and were like, hey, let's go gut some animals and put them around there just to be assholes and make it look creepy. And we'll write 666 on some rocks so that people get freaked out. Yeah. I bet 90% yeah. of it is just yeah, boys under 18 just trying to be right. weird. Just fucking around. Yep. <laughs> Local residents are not thrilled with all the visitors and it is as it is not only disruptive to sometimes have up to 200 cars a night driving down this road, but it can also be dangerous because of the activities. Some activities reported to the police included cross burnings along the side of the road. So shit's going down and it's definitely disruptive to people that live nearby and they don't like it. So they started calling the cops. A private security company was hired and they patrol the area as well as law enforcement regularly patrolling the area. A barricade has been placed at the end of the road, but the barricade might not always cause some people to turn around because some people think of that shit as a challenge. So the barricade is often found removed and put somewhere else like in a nearby creek. They're like, ah, your yeah. no trespassing I, sign. I see you and raise you. I'm moving your no trespassing sign. I've been there and done that. It's hard. Yeah. Some visitors have reported being chased by vehicles like SUV and trucks. So this is the, the ghost car thing that we were talking about. The private security firm that patrols the area does have a guardhouse nearby, and some believe the SUVs and trucks belong to them. But one visitor reported to be followed by a vehicle, which turned off where there was no road, and then suddenly appeared directly in front of them. So they're driving along the road. They're being followed by a truck that turns off. There's no road. It just goes by and into the countryside. And then they look up, and that fucking thing's coming right at them frontwards. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, thank you. I was thinking like a Mario Kart ghost where it's just a see-through version of your cart driving behind you. But oh, yeah, no. It's usually described as like so a red truck scarier. or an SUV, black SUVs. Yeah. No, thank uh, you. It, it's a government agency's coming to see why you're there. There must be well, something weird there. I bet law you. enforcement does patrol the area, so... I mean, a black SUV could be law enforcement. Have you ever seen a, a Homeland Security vehicle? No, I haven't. I've seen one in Eugene. Oh, well. When I was living there, sense. it was mm -hmm. just like uh, like three or four cop. Why would that make sense? Why is Homeland Security in Eugene? Because it's a bigger city than down here, and they've got a lot of stuff going on there. It was weird, though. It freaked me out. I was like, why is Homeland... It was... They look like cop cars, and when I read the side, and said, United States Homeland Security on it. And I was like... Did you want to follow them and see where they were going and what I, they were doing? I did, but I, I don't want to get pulled over by them. So. Well, that's true. <laughs> they, like might, they might get a little suspicious that. if you're following them <laughs> yeah. around. That's true. That's An true. An infinity with black windows that you can't true. see. True. <laughs> that's true. 
Yeah. Okay. Maybe don't follow the Homeland Security vehicle. <laughs> you might end up in prison. Yeah. Uh, the creepy feeling and legend of this area inspired the movie The Village by M. Night Shyamalan, and some portions of the movie were actually filmed in the area. Ooh. A true crime creepy incident also happened off this road in the 1970s. At that time, there was a criminal group operating in the area known as the Johnston Gang. They were known and suspected for several high-dollar burglaries and product theft. After about a decade of crime, one of the gang members, who happened to be a son of the head of the group, turned against his father and the gang. He began cooperating with the police and reporting on the gang's activities. Yeah, so he basically put a big target on his head. But he did it because his dad said, did something shitty to his girlfriend. And so he was like, well, fuck you. I'm not going to protect you anymore because you did something bad. And now I'm going to, you know, report on all the shit that you do. Hmm. So he started cooperating with law enforcement, which put a target on his head. Uh, there was a lot of dissension in the gr- in the gang, and four of the gang members were driven to a field off of this off of Devil's Road. They were ordered to dig their own graves and then murdered there. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So whether the road is haunted by ghosts of victims to a satanic cult, or inbred children, or murdered gang members, there are a lot of people who report spooky things happening in those woods. I kind of want to go there, actually. That one's okay. fun. If we go to Pennsylvania, we're going we to that go to jail both. to see the handprint. Yeah. <sighs> Just saying. Man. What? Sounds There's like fun. Haunted stuff there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they existed before the West Coast did. So they had a little bit more history to build up <sighs> so some haunted, though. scary shit over there. Uh. So. Well, <sighs> do you have a chaser for me today? Uh, yes. So, my chaser is... I know this is coming out probably, like... A month after we record it but over this weekend we had i know we had and i'm pretty sure the rest of the world had like some we super weird weather so we mm-hmm. had ice like sheets of ice we had what was it frozen rain or whatever it's called yeah, yeah something it wasn't good so buffalo experienced like a Ugh. really weird like weather storm yeah. a lot of people got stuck in their cars and oh there was this I didn't know one, they were stuck in their cars there was a that lot of people sense. who got stuck in their cars and so this uh this one guy from Buffalo he was this happened to him and he was stuck in his car and he re- like he would take turns sleeping in it and turning the ignition the ignition on and running the heat and stuff just like trying to last right, as to long not freeze as he could. to death yeah, and then he ran out of gas. So he's like, oh, I got to do something. He went and knocked on like all the houses that he could see lights on around him and no one would let him in. So he oh. he could see nearby there was an elementary school. So he there was multiple cars around him where people were doing the same thing. They were just sitting there trying to like 
keep themselves alive because they were frozen right. in their car somehow. I don't. It must have been crazy weather over there, but yeah, apparently everyone was just like stuck in their cars, and so him and I think it was like eleven or twelve other people broke into this elementary school and set it up. He was like leading everything, and they all set it up like so. They went and got only the food that they needed to survive they didn't touch like the open freezer they were just eating like crackers and stuff mm. from the school cafeteria and they only set up like stuff that they needed to like survive survive and, that's cool yeah so just one guy led everybody is like come on help we're gonna break into this bitch and we're gonna survive <laughs> nice it's, it's so not cool. very often that somebody tries to break into school <laughs> yeah i was always breaking out of it right you were well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What's your chaser? My chaser is an Instagram account. Uh, it okay. is the Jauncey Dev Instagram account, and that's spelled J-A-U-N-C-Y-D-E-V. It's a dog lover account. And this guy posts pictures and reels about dog breeds and it is the funniest friggin' thing it's so awesome he does reels of human representations of different dog breeds which hmm. you you really have to see it doesn't do it justice but basically it's like how a breed acts the things that they do and how they act compared to other breeds and it's hilarious he also does this series of reels where it's an angel presenting a new dog breed to God while describing the different unique aspects of the dogs. It cracks me up every time. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Weird. So like my favorites are of course, when he does the Corgi dog and to do the Corgi, he basically, it looks like he puts pillows or rolls of toilet paper or something in the back of his pants so it makes his butt stick out and <laughs> and he walks around with his big old floofy big booty and like looking back like you know the corgis do with their big old floofy butts and then my second favorite one is when he did the saint bernard and it was drooling he was drooling everywhere and spraying drool and it was just yeah, so perfect of the saint bernard <laughs> yes it's just hilarious. So it's it's one of my favorite accounts that I follow all the time. So when I see a new reel from him, I have to go check it out and watch it and share it and and laugh. So that's my chaser. Well, I think that wraps us up, right? I think it does. Yes. All right. Well, I liked hearing your story about DuPont. I'm. Oh yeah. So Everyone who liked this story that my mom told, go check out a video from uh, Jake Tran on YouTube about DuPont. And you'll get a lot more background on why you should hate them. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> They're a really yeah. rich family. I don't want rich people hating me. 90 For hating them. Eight. 98 point something percent of all Americans have Teflon in their bloodstream because of DuPont. So Ugh. take that as you will. 
Yeah. Go watch that video if you want. After ours. All right. <laughs> right, after ours. All right. Well, nice chatting right. with you, bud. Yeah, you too. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and supporting our podcast. We would love for you to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. And if you want to give us a five-star rating, we would forever be grateful. You can contact us at our email via thebrutalandbizarre at gmail.com or on our Instagram at thebrutal underscore bizarre underscore boozy.